You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Sitting at ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. With Daniel Spencer. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Jeremy Wallman. I'm the best in the world at what I do. And Justin Kruger. Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. And that music you hear, heard right before the show, before our normal intro, or after our normal intro, um, it's glorious day. And and, J- and Jeremy be- begged me did to play that. Did you almost call me JK? No, I did not. It sounded like you were going to say that. Anyway, the reason why things are so glorious around here today is because it's just me, it's just D-Spence, and there is no JK, and there's no Rick and Chevy in the house. There's not. Thank no. God. And not the Ricky Chevy God, because for a while on you know, independent scene, he claimed to be a God. He did. He did. Little G, though, right? Yeah, little, yeah. Little well, G. I don't know. He probably spelled it like G-A-W-D, God. God. Yeah. No, he likes to rip off people's stuff. Yeah. What's up, guys? Sorry you couldn't make it, really. Actually, kind of, I'm... I'm kind of happy we did get a show in this week, and I do apologize for being a day late, but our scheduling just did not work out. It was um, a pretty hectic week for both of us. It you was. had some things going on on the home yeah, front. Yeah, home front personal things that happened that kind of moved things around. Everything's good, though. Everything's, you know, um, all that. Those of you who follow me individually on Twitter, thanks for your prayers. Uh, but it's all good. Everything worked out. And uh, and so we That's the last time you dare, dare her to give you the flying elbow off the top rope. Yeah, not uh, I'm gonna let my my daughter um, broke her wrist, so yeah, well, no more wrestling uh, in the house for six weeks. No, she she Hip just toss. It, just a small fall she had, and luckily it wasn't as bad as we thought it was. So, but it kind of postponed a little thing. So we'll they'll be, we'll be back to our normal. We'll have our normal host uh, next week, um, and um, but until then, it's going to be me and Jeremy. Thank God, and um, shout out to your daughter. She don't get enough shout outs on the show. Yeah, I yeah, feel. shout out to my, yeah. She's a big wrestling fan, and she's got bad taste in wrestling uh, people that she likes. AJ Styles? Oh no, she, she, okay, she's got great taste. I'm sorry. No, she got a hug from AJ. Didn't she, she did get a hug from AJ Styles, which we'll we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that. that. She did get a hug from AJ Styles, and uh, she also uh, uh, got to touch. Or I'll give people fives. Let's just say touch a lot of hands and elbows and stuff. So That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, we'll share all that. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, she, those of you that would watch SmackDown Live on uh, that aired on uh, April the 18th of 2017, it was live right here in our hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, where this show is being recorded. And um, it was an awesome event. I mean, for the overall, the whole event was awesome. And there was the show could be give or take. We'll we'll discuss that. But overall, I'm sure we both great. have separate opinions on that one. Uh, yeah. But somebody was a camera hog the majority of the night. 
Yeah, that would have been me and my daughter because we were uh, sitting front row and you could see us all night. And you and those of you that recognize, hey, I know that logo. That's the Ringside Podcast logo that I was wearing on my shirt uh, trying to advertise and had something else to advertise, but the WB took it away from me. It was a sign that said at Ringside Podcast to just kind of give it a shout out. But um, before the show went on the air, they caught a glimpse of it and they took it. So I unfortunately wasn't You're never to do that. supposed to hold the signs up before the show. Starts. Well, I never did. It wasn't that was once again I, I, that wasn't I didn't do that. I was I can't I don't want to blame my daughter. It wasn't her Gosh, fault. She was excited. She had a rough week. Yeah. Now you're just trying to put the blame on her and everything. No, no, no. I, w- I don't want to blame her. I mean, she didn't know. She just was excited, and she threw this. She was holding up both of her signs, and that was one of them. And I, and I grabbed it as quick as I could, but literally thirty seconds is all they needed, and they took it away. But between it's all good. Uh, between you and J- Big Jimmy, I didn't have. I couldn't see nothing else on my TV. It was just y'all staring at Charlotte for some reason, <laughs> and then you know other stuff. So it was great. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a great show. So let's break down the review. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, this show is kind of it's not really a review of of the show itself because you can you can you know what happened and all Absolutely. that. It's, it's about the experience of being at at, at uh, SmackDown Live. And here's the thing: in this area in in Louisville, Kentucky, the WWE has only came in once a year, twice a year for just live events. And the reason being is that this this not the city, but the state of Kentucky had a weird law they passed where they wouldn't allow. Uh, wrestling or MMA or any boxing to come in and, and fight unless if a if blood was shown, they had to stop it and allow Kentucky officials to go in and monitor to make sure they're okay before they the show can complete it or the right. football fight or whatever it is. Well, in the, WB, in the WB world, they have their own people, they have their own stuff, their own medical stuff. So if something's going to happen, they're going to keep going. Well, if, it, if they're live on TV, WB is very professional. They've been around for you know how many years? Like fifty years on television, promote, promote doing t- television shows. They kind of know what they're doing right. when a show happens, and plus they're even stricter on medical than they were even ten years ago. So they kind of know their thing, and they know when to cut, turn off the camera, and go here and go there. So um, they just wouldn't come here. They said, "Well, we're not going to bring any 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 shows there, TV wise, and we'll do the live events and we'll go by your rules." And every live event I've been to over the last seven years never calls the match to stop for blood anyway. So right. In the last the last televised event they did here was December two thousand and ten, the first year that the Yum Center was open. Right, for KFC Yum Center, yeah. which is where this event was happening Correct. as well. Uh all before events before that were always held in the Freedom Hall, which is the old uh which is still around, but it was the old arena where the Louisville Cardinals would play basketball and uh they and of course there's still concerts and things that go on there. It's just not as it's more of a a rodeo place than it is anything else now. Right, but uh, before the, before then, we used to have pay-per-views every yeah. couple of years. We'd have uh, one to two televised events a year. Louisville's yeah. always been a hotbed for well, professional events. It, it was, it was in the minor leagues. of Before well, the correct. NXT, OVW was the NXT in the day, and Absolutely. that's where John Cena, Randy Orton, uh, John Morrison. Batista, uh, Brock Lesnar, Batista, Brock Lesnar, Sean Benjamin. Sean Benjamin. Yeah, I mean, we can just keep going on and on. Um, those names, and that's where they all would come and get trained and start uh, here, and then uh, go on to the big leagues. And there's there's probably like 50 more wrestlers we're forgetting, but Beth Phoenix, actually the first OVW alum in the Mickey Hall James. of Fame, Mickey James, we go, like one. you said, we go on, we and go on and on, CM Punk. Um, but it just um, it, it, so that kind of when that went away, and then that that contract ended with OVW, just kind of Louisville became kind of a not. Not le- just kind of left in the dark on some things uh, for the most part uh, for a while, and I, I feel like we're back. 
um, being being one of the rotating cities. I mean, I mean USW. Well, Memphis wrestling slash USWA. I mean, I was like born here too. I mean, but Memphis Correct. and Louisville were like the two main cities. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andy Kaufman and Jerry Lawler had one of their famous two matches in Louisville Gardens. So I mean, it's been pretty popular as far as what we've held, what we what wrestling shows we've held and all that. So um, thank goodness TNA gave up on uh, OVW being their developmental territory or we might actually be seeing some successful stuff from them at this point yeah i mean well yeah if they were if they would come back the uh, yeah, tna would be successful i'm sorry i hate they tna would... and i know y'all you all know that by now we're we're eight this eighth eighth episode correct this one's the eighth well eighth regular episode yeah, regular and we got some episode. specials too yeah. uh you all know i have no very little love all the love i had in my heart for impact has left within the last 12 months with the Hardy Boys, uh, I'm gonna say 12 months or more. Samoa, AJ, Bobby Roode, uh, the list goes on and on. When those guys left, those were the guys that made impact for me. Even Maria, uh, Maria Canellis and Mike Bennett, that was something that was going on pretty decent. Uh, along with Broken Matt, by the way, I'm, we're gonna get to I told you so later there. But um, and the only reason I won't let him live this down is because he never lets me live anything down. But I digress. Those people, the last. Even they had a nice little tag team going on there called Decay, and they've broken that up recently so that they could bring back LAX, Scott Steiner, uh, we'll get Conan, that. We'll get all that, that. stuff. We'll yeah, that. I'm getting off off topic, but so, anyway. But but anyway, so it was cool to see this uh, event come, or a, a television televised event come back. But I just, but this is the first time SmackDown Live has ever been here because SmackDown Live has only been around. Uh, for a little over a year, right. or, or about a year, close to a year, I think it, start, mm-hmm. it officially started in July, right? It's right. Went live. Now SmackDown's been around years and, and since 2000, and we've had we've SmackDown had many times, yeah, yeah, but it's been recorded on a Tuesday and then aired on a Thursday or Friday. This is the first time it was live, right there, um, happening. Uh, and then of course the first time we ever had 205 live, which was taped or recorded live right after. Um, SmackDown, which we'll get into that. I, sure. I was going to say, I've got comments about You and know, then, I've um, got comments about everything. And, and then it's just, but it's overall experience was pretty cool. So, um, so anyways, I've, I've actually watched the event twice, well, twice, three times, if you count the time I've seen it live. And then I watched it twice back on DVR just because my daughter, he's wanting to watch it. She's, she, you know, it's just a cool experience for her. So we've, we've watched it twice back and, and seen everything. And, uh, it's been pretty cool. So the event started off, um, First of all, I want to say this. Getting in there, um, the WB does the production right. I mean, it's just amazing, that machine. The, just the lighting, the setup, everything. It was just kind of amazing the way they had everything set up. Now, I did the ringsider package where I was sitting front row. Um, and I actually had to contact WB to get this, so I had to like work my way through it. But to get, to get this front row seats, Jeremy, you sat in the suites. I sat in the box suites up box there. Suite, yeah. My my benefactor, uh, mm-hmm. I will not, re- who will remain nameless for this podcast. He uh, was like, "You want to sit up in our?" You know, he's season ticket holders for basketball and football, and was like, "Hey, do you want to sit up there for wrestling?" And I was like, "Sure, I'll try it out." The the view was, phenomenal. I, I I was worried that I wasn't. I was sitting right like exactly next to the to the, so I couldn't see the Titan Tron the front of it. But I could see the side of it and everything that was going on. The view was really nice. I had a really good time. Uh, the the only the only negative I have is it just felt like the sh- show didn't make any sense. Like the 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 layout of it, it was like it seemed like there was too much going on. I wasn't sure what connected what dot. And I think a lot of that though, I've had time to reflect, had to do with the superstar shakeup and yeah. things that have changed since then. But. It just seemed like I showed up for a live event. It, they just happened to be recording, if that makes any sense to you. Well, I, 
I see what you're saying, but no, I, I there were some there were some things that made sense, and I think that um, the continuation is going to happen this week. It's all going to some of that's going to fill the pieces together, and we'll get more into details when we break down. Right. Then, but but getting there, just the amazing look at the atmosphere, the set, the ring, everything looked ama- it looked cool. Um, the first we had a dark match that started off. The show started about seven forty-five, seven fifty. They had a dark match, which was a tag team between the Ascension and uh, the Fashion um, Police. Fashion Police, yeah. Which which J.K. was standing up in his seat for that match. Yeah. Well, at least the Fashion Police's entrance, right? Well, uh, you know, it was weird about the Fashion Police not being a, was the face of that group because they all acted hillish too. It was just kind of weird. And the Ascension just is a. Um, that's a dead tag team. You may be like the I, I like the tag team. I just don't think it's given. It's ever been given a fair shake or a fair shot. Um, I like the fact that they seem like a throw. But I know there's a lot of st- stuff going on between uh, Animal and the Ascent. They're like going back and forth at each other on social media. But I like the fact that it reminds me of my childhood. I like the fact you got your little guy and your big strong guy, like the Heart Foundation. We're gonna go into. We're gonna have a special episode. We're gonna record later in the week on tag teams. Um, so I'm gonna preface that with a little bit by saying, you know, like some of the great tag teams, like the Heart Foundation, the Road Warriors, stuff like that. Right, but your, it's almost it almost looks like they're trying living. to be them. See, I, I I don't get that. I mean, you're entitled to your own opinion, yeah. whether it's stupid or not. But uh, <laughs> I don't I don't get that feeling from them. I, I get the feeling that they're trying to come out, and I really wish they'd have kept the same gimmick that they had in NXT. It was a little bit different. They yeah. weren't in red and black. They were in purple and black, I think. Mm. Um, and it seemed it seemed like it went over well there. I, I followed them all throughout their NXT career. I was very excited for them to get to WWE. And it's just like ever since they got up here, it's it's just not been what I expected. And then we didn't even see the – where were the Usos at? Yeah, the Usos. There was a lot of people that wasn't there. They were there. They were just in the back. Right. So I mean, we'll, it just we'll, a, yeah, we'll discuss that too. But I, I um, So that was cool to have a dark match to get things going and – so the show started off with uh, Charlotte coming. There was no power tech, no pyro, nothing. I thought it would be. I had like my daughter had earplugs ready to go, but no pyro. Just straight Charlotte came out challenging uh, Naomi. Then Naomi comes out. You know, y'all seen y'all seen the show. So they kind of do their standoff. And I, and the thing that oh oh here's one thing that I thought was neat. This is before the show started. As soon as the dark match was over, and while the like the intro was showing to uh, SmackDown, and while they showed the little last week on SmackDown, whatever. The, the like they do this three or four times throughout the night, but the all the the ring crew goes around and starts taking off the mat. They have like five different mats on top of each other, like the actual um, canvas, I should say. Right, and they start ripping that off. And the reason why they did it is I noticed their uh, when the ascension to wear his makeup got a little makeup on the on the side, so they realized they have to they have to take off a fresh mat because they're going to go live on TV. And I, that's something you never see see uh, at all. I thought I was kind of I was like, oh wow, that's I, you never catch that on TV because it's during the commercial. So they removed the mat, and I saw, and then when I saw that, I noticed I said, wow, they have like, you know, six more under there, like on top of each other, level there. So and throughout the night, they kept constantly every three or four matches removing them. So I don't know if blood got on it or stained or something or just they wanted to make that have that fresh look, right? Constantly, and I'm sure they do that on Raw too. It's just it was really neat how they did that. Um, and it just and watching the camera crew working around, you've seen it that close because I, like I was in front row, so I was watching all, I was taking all that in to kind of watch what they did. So when they, when they, when the, even the beginning segment when they came out to talk, the camera people were telling them where, like pointing where to stand, 
And they would, and off camera, they would whisper to them whatever, and then they would know how much time they had or what they needed to do, and that this camera was going to be on them right at that time or that. It was more of a production that you've seen than anything else, and it was kind of a cool experience because I've never, you know, even if you were sitting probably where you were, you didn't catch that, right? You didn't catch those camera crews or those like no. the little t- pointing on where to stand, where to go, and no, 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 all those kind of stuff. So. Um, that was in an interesting point about that is that I don't think they've been doing it that uh, that intense because it sounded like pretty intense from what you explained to me. But this is only the second time ever that I haven't been sitting in front row for an event, and I n- never had anything like that going on. Everybody knew where to be at. They just, they there was no calling plays or anything like that. Well, they also had new cameras and do different new camera well, angles true. than they that's did before. So I true. think a lot of that has to do with it. But it it's just it just shows you how more of a machine. And that could be you're right. It could be five years ago they didn't do that, but they do that now. But the bottom line is they do it, and that's kind of interesting to show. And I'm sure they're getting a call from Kevin Dunn or, or Vince or somebody's in their ear saying. Have them over here. I want the camera on the, you know, whatever it may be. But it was just cool because some of those perfect shots you see get, and you're thinking, man, that camera was in the right spot. Well, <laughs> and they were just standing in the right spot. Some of that could be organic, but I think some of it it may be controlled. I'm fine with that. I mean, it's it's a we all know it's it's predetermined. We all know it's what? it's it's. <laughs> We all know it's set up that way, and we all know that it's a production, it's a TV show, and so I get all that. I get all, I get all that doing all that. It just was kind of neat to see it up close like that. Um, but then you know Shane came out. The only thing I was upset about was hoping Shane got in the ring because I didn't get a good picture of him. But Shane came out. I know you could care less, but he did give a Louisville shout out and uh, came out there. And I love Shane um, McMahon. Why would I care less? It's oh, not okay. like it was John Cena coming out. <laughs> Which, by the way. Uh, when the six pack challenge uh, came out, uh, and, and all the guys, which which was weird, the fact that they that, that that's the guys they had chosen. Like there was no Shinji Nakamura. There's you know there's there's no Usos even. I mean I'm just think, naming people that could have been in it. it. It's just AJ Styles wasn't even in it when he. I mean I know he's going for the U.S. title, but it's like wouldn't he want to go that title more? It, it, that, and that's part of what I was talking about earlier. It just had a really weird feel to it. And then for, for gender, like the the one guy that you would say. I'm sure that if we had asked before the match who's the who who is absolutely not going to win this thing, I would pick Jinder Mahal. Right. Oh, here's the other thing that I saw happen um, before before that match came on during the commercial break. There's the the lights were pretty much real dark, and all there's about twenty. I'm literally, I mean twenty. Uh, and I wish I would have got a picture. I don't know why I didn't, but twenty uh, security guards coming all dressed in black. And there was two people like in the middle with hoods on, dressed in black. They bring them down. They put. They go on the other side of the ring by the announce people, and then we're watching. And you can see that they just the black the people in hoods just disappeared. So they like they got us got them around in a circle, and they disappeared. And I guess they they basically went under the ring, right? And we're like, who went under the ring? Who? It's like, do you, and I you kept spoiling stuff for me the whole night, so I really appreciated that. Well, that's okay because I was yeah, text you and was like, hey, somebody went under the ring. So I, I appreciate you know, that. But it ended well, up being the that, Bollywood boys. From all NXT. Bollywood boys from NXT, which I I, I recognize them, but I couldn't really tell because you even asked me who they were. You, you thought who they? Who did you think it was? I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was uh, Davari, and uh, which was weird because the two people I thought it was ended up wrestling on two hundred five live, like right, uh, the right. Mustafa Ali. I thought it was Mustafa Ali and uh, right, yeah, 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 Davari. Yeah, and that was. Um, yeah, yes, we got there. Yeah, you asked me if that's who it was. I said no, but they kind of look familiar or whatever. And that, they were they were the bother, which, which I guess we're going to find out more of this gimmick, uh, new, you know, faction, whatever this is. Which I do like the whole USA against another country kind of whole. I mean, it, it, the formula has worked. It's worked for years. I do kind of like that. 
uh, what they're doing. I just wish it wasn't Jinder Mahal, and I wish it wasn't for the the WWE Championship. I wish it was just for the say the U.S. title. Then you know, did you see that they that they're saying not to cut you off, but they're saying that that this push right here was initially intended for Rusev. I could see that the, was, the USA versus the the evil. Well, he got hurt, so I could right. see that. And then so, he SmackDown. Yeah, I would have much rather for it to have been. Oh, me too. Rusev, Rusev. is a much better wrestler. Yeah, I mean, wh- wait, wh- we wh- agree on something. Yeah, we oh we, we agreed a few times. Get out of here. We agreed a few times. No, what, I, what, what do you think, Chevy? No, well, that's about as insightful as you normally are. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bury him. This is the only time I have. I, I, I would have rather been Rusev. They should have just waited, held it off, and gave you know Randy Orton another person. You know, put him in a few with somebody else. There's somebody else you could have done with, done this with. So it just, it just doesn't make sense. It didn't feel like Orton come out and started trash talking gender, and it was like. You really have to trash talk but, but, one of the three man band. But he, but he, but he not only trash talk. He turned around and then started trash talking Bray Wyatt right in front of him, like right. on the camera. That was that to me. That was the weird stuff. Yeah. It was like Renee Young, just by the way, is beautiful in person. Came out and 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 uh, did this interview thing, and then Lee, and then Randy Orton comes out, and you're like, okay, they're gonna fight. What's going? And then they just he just kind of talks to him, and then he turns to the camera. And while Jinder Mahal's standing there, he's, like, confronting Bray Wyatt. I'm like, what is you going on? Now, it was cool to have Bray on the screen, and I could see all the everybody with their flashlights and our phones or whatever lights. I did get a good shot of that, which uh, I think I've shared a couple times on social media, but good, good, good shot of that. But here's the thing. I noticed Eric Rowan went underneath the ring after the six-pack challenge match. He just crawled and went underneath her and disappeared. And I, kept, I didn't even told you that. But yeah. now this was on on TV. But apparently, after he was done with the promo and it and it goes off, it was commercial. But you didn't know the lights came back on and Eric Rowan comes out of the goes goes to get Randy Orton. Well, Randy Orton obviously knew he was there. And, well, and even in character knew he was there and pulled out an RKO out of nowhere. So you got to see the RKO. Was now it was cool. advertised that Randy was supposed to fight that night in a dark match, but he never wrestled. So we at least got the RKO. We at least got our, our I guess our. Um, our uh, fix. Well, yeah, and, and they, they even uh, had advertised two dark main events and yeah. ended up only cashing in with one of them, and it wasn't either one of them that they no, had. No, no. It wasn't. ended up just being Dolph versus Shinsuke. Right, Dolph, which has happened at the very, very, like 11 o'clock at night, and uh, by that time, half of the people were gone, but, you know, it's those people that suffered the dual file alive got to see it. Uh, which uh, was I was one nice. of them. I stayed just so that because uh, my brother and my buddy, they wanted to see – Shinsuke's entrance, see if it was as cool live as it was on TV, and it wasn't because there weren't as many people in the building. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, but it was cool. Well, it was cool where I was because around me it looked like everybody was full. But when you, you know, when the lights came on, you could see half the people <laughs> were gone. Um, but um, but no, I um, when okay, so that happened, and then you had your another tag match. And by the way, the the shooting stars changed their name, and they still had their. The colognes, is that what they're called? Yeah, that their their given name. Or the col or or colognes. Col- yeah, it's okay. colognes. Colognes. Okay. Carlos Cologne is their dad, dad right? Or uh, grandfather? I don't know. And then Carlito Cologne is their brother. Right. It's okay. the one brother. It's but but their pants their ties to the shooting stars. Yeah, so. Shining stars. Shining stars, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Get same it right. thing. Um, but that was wasn't it weird to you that we've seen the shining stars, the ascension, and the fashion police, but we didn't see the Usos. In the in American Alpha. Or Oh, we did see American because they, right? they, they wrestled. Them, yeah. They wrestled, but we didn't see the the tag team. That just made no sense to me that we didn't see the tag team champions. We didn't see Ty Dillinger, which would have he will be. All these people were in the back, like they showed backstage right. interviews. They had uh, Carl, um, 
Carmella with James Salesworth, which I was kind of hoping to see them in person, though, because it's been funny. Well, uh, of course, because so far you've you've commented on Charlotte and Renee. You think that the WWE is tender. It's it's wrestling. It's not tender. So whatever. I'm sorry. You know, so so, but no, I'm not talking about seeing her in person because I mean that's that's Big Cass's girl. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, (laughs) been cool to to mess with James Salesworth. I know what you mean. But um, but Natalia, I wanted to see Natalia wrestle. Like I wanted to, like I wanted to watch her. I wanted to see her have a dark match. Should have a dark match. Should have been a woman's dark match. Becky Lynch. Where was she at? She was there, but she wasn't yet. Yeah, we used her for TV. That's what I'm saying. I mean, my I, daughter. That, we got the goggles. She was like ready for Becky Lynch the whole night. And I Becky had the Lynch goggles too. I mean, like no Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch and Natalia would have been a perfect dark match. Yeah. Or, or put a fatal four way. Put Cam- Carmella in there and another girl. What's the what's her name? That was um, uh, the, the daughter. Yeah, Tamina. Um, she fatal four way main event or dark match. I've been fine with that. Could have been a five minute. They could have really match. made us angry and put it on before Shinsuke versus Dolph. Yeah, I would have rather seen those four wrestle the dark match before the show than the than the tag match we got. They could have got a huge pop by bringing Ty Dillinger out during the during oh, TV. Yeah, they Shinsuke had a video. Like everybody in the arena kept thinking, okay, Shinsuke's wrestling next. They were like, neck up next, Shinsuke Nakamura. It was just a video. And it was a video package, package. Yeah. and it made everybody that was sitting within ten feet of me angry. Yeah, I mean, everybody around us was angry too. We were like, what's what's going on? They said it was. That's next. what I meant by it. it the, the show as a whole seemed a little disheveled, a little out of order, a little chaoticy. Uh, it was just like, hey. Let's throw a whole bunch of stuff on the wall, and whatever sticks, we'll go with this week. But it's because, like, like we said earlier, the superstar shakeup kind of put them in an awkward position for those two weeks. It did. And I now, the Kevin Owens thing was great, yes. I, and I think that gimmick. I, I, it looks like what he's going to do is every town he's going to go. Which I guess by the time this airs, we'll already have another SmackDown Live, so I could, you'll see if we're right or wrong. But it looks like wherever town he's in, he's going to fight. He's going to fight some kind of jobber, local talent from that area. I actually, it's going to claim that was my idea. Me and Kevin hung out earlier Tuesday at Cricket Mobile, and I yeah. said you should do a Face of America challenge. And he he ran with it. Okay, I cool. well, you did get to hang out with him. I hung I mean, out with him for with quite you. a while. He shut the fu- the like they were doing. I was the last person in line. First off, you've mm-hmm. seen the, the picture I sent out. And we hung out and talked for about 10 minutes. And you told him about the Ringside Podcast. I did tell him about that. And he said, is that that one with that goofy JK kid? Oh. And I said, man. no. Oh, well. All right. At least you said no, so he'll listen. <laughs> I told, I told well, him Well, he'll no. listen to this episode, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, good. The JK's gone. Well, he knows. Okay. I told him I'd send him the link afterwards, so yeah. he'll be listening. All right. Well, it's okay. not true. All right. <laughs> I remember I didn't get to meet him. I didn't get to go because of the work or whatever, but I couldn't um, get there. And I, I remember <laughs> messaging you, and he's like, Are you talking about Ringside Podcast? He's like, Of course I did. Did you? And I was like, No, I didn't get to meet him. He goes, Okay. And I'm like, Did you really tell him? Like, are you telling me this the podcast? I really did. Um, anyway, this so, guy, well, I, I keep getting blown away by meeting these superstars in public because you hear the stories about them. No, nah, Kevin Owens is a great guy. No, nah, Kevin, uh, I call him Kev. Um, you know, he, he's inquired about making me his next, like, Diesel. I told him I'm not really in wrestling shape. I'm not really in much of a podcast shape either, but that's for a different day. You have the face of radio. <laughs> uh, but, no, really nice dude. Like, I was trying to hurt. The, the line was going. They, they initially put a barrier behind me that said nobody else could come in behind. I was the last person in line. The line was moving, like, really quick. And I'm like, I'm trying to hurry up. and get, I was like, hey, just talked to him for a few minutes i was like well i'm gonna hurry up so you get to the next person he's like no let's let's talk for a few you know you're the last person in line i'm like there were still people lining up behind the last person in line thing so i got through they 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 had estimated that i would get through right around one o'clock i actually passed through the line at 12 25 
so they let some more people come in afterwards. But he was like, well, you got here when you were supposed to. I'm going to treat you by talking. You know, well, he didn't say he was going to treat me, but you know, I'm going to reward you by talking to you for a few minutes more. And we just talked about just random stuff. You know, my weight loss, the the podcast, everything. He he uh, had a Louisville Cardinals baseball hat on. He's and he was like. Oh, you're a fan of the baseball team here at Louisville. Like, I don't know how you could tell that. I don't know if it was the brand name. I yeah. don't know. But, you know, we talked about that and everything. And, you know, we exchanged numbers. And he hates <laughs> JK, and I do too. And we're best friends. Awesome. I'm and, the, actual, and he, the actual best friend. And he, and he said uh, his new best friend. Yeah, new yeah. best friend. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, <laughs> what was uh, funny um, about uh, – uh, you know him being there, or whatever. Which we talked about last. It was supposed to be Dean Ambrose, and since the whole switch, he got switched God. with it or whatever. It's kind of funny there, but no, he. Um, I mean, Kevin Owens is a real. I mean, he's a he's a great guy, great person. I would have uh, if I if I met him, my my, my conversation going to have with him. I was going to whisper like, how 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 ticked off were you? They had a they had a job to Goldberg. <laughs> so oh I was going to say to so, and he would have punched you. So that would have been good. Real quick, before we forget this, can you please tell America right now what my reaction was? The second that Dean Ambrose was drafted to Raw, do you remember? Do you remember what the reaction in the great? The, in, it was something like, "Thank God I'm going to get to see him at SmackDown Live." I'm right? pretty sure that I screamed yes for about three minutes. The whole Daniel Bryan, you did the arms and everything, everything. Yes, yes you. I was out. so hype. I was like, "Cool." I wonder who they're going to bring in his place. Maybe I might go see him. I was like, "Hopefully, it's going to be Kevin." I, because to me that that was like okay they're bringing the intercontinental champion over here that means I'm going to get to see Kevin Owens my my new best fr- my future best friend at SmackDown and I was so hyped for it so I, I was really if, glad my, my way my work is I have certain times I have to take if I would have there was I took some time earlier like a week before or whatever and I was like if I didn't use that time or I would have actually if I knew Kevin Owens was going to be there before it was announced, I wouldn't have took the time that I did earlier, and I would have saved it for that one day so I could have met him. I'm kind of mad that I didn't, because that was, but I'll have another opportunity before our kid. Oh, not. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, his his face of America thing was pretty good, and he he's getting the natural heel heat based on the being a Canadian, and I, I see where they're going, which is kind of like they're kind of doing two different USA versus some other country angle. On the same show, it's kind of weird, but you know, WB seems to over. They like some, they overbook it. It seems like so. You know, it is what it is, and that's that. We we'll talk about that another time. But but after um, of course the main event well, for that night, there was there was a bunch of other stuff I could tell you about, and I'll probably pop in my head and I'll go back and talk about it. But um, there was a nice uh, little section or a nice main event, Baron Corbin versus AJ Styles, and I say nice because AJ Styles was out there, and I had to do, nothing to do with Baron Storm. I mean Baron Corbin. But um, he um, he comes out and I was yelling him. He needs uh, you're losing your hair. Let it grow. Get cut it off. And he kind of looked at me. And got mad. Oh, uh, when the six pack challenge. See, I told you I forget something. Six pack challenge happened. It was all kind of happened. They all kind of went outside of the ring, right in front of us. So the stair. By the way, the stairs came over by me, uh, and uh, I touched them. They are real. They're not fake stairs. Those things would hurt if you get hit. I'm just wanted to let you know. Um, so, uh, but but when <laughs> when Dolph Ziggler was by me, I yelled at him. Um, I yelled at the chant, Amu Schumer, and started clapping. He looked over and gave me a dirty look. He did not like that, like that comment. But, but then he kind of, he kind of had like this look, this kind of like dirty look for the camera, but like a grin at the same time, like, ah, good one. Like, you got me, you know, kind of deal, whatever. But, uh, it was, it was kind of fun. And I was yelling things like that, uh, to them. I wish he would have um, super kicked you. I would have been one fun. of my favorites. I would, I would have liked it. But I just thought the Amy Schumer comment was just funny because only Marks know that. Uh, but uh, so that's why people love to listen to us because we're 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 professional yet we're fans and we're marks we're all of it wrapped into one right yeah we're well us too anyway marks 
Sparks. Okay, can we just move forward here? This is getting uncomfortable. We're effing, we're effing Sparks. Will you stop? All right, so, uh, oh, JK? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we're, um, so that, that goes on. Then 205 Live comes down, they get that ready, and they almost look like, and I haven't watched 205 Live again on TV. That one I haven't rewatched, but it almost looks like they actually ran out of time because they were trying to change the ropes or tape the ropes up and change the, the, the mat and do all do what they were doing. And it almost looks like the lights, the, the show started, and they were still in the ring doing everything, and they didn't really get to, you know, go. But 205 Live um, was, it was just, by that time, you've already, you've already been there for two hours, two and a half hours, really. You're wore out, and you've got another 45 minutes of stuff to happen, and it just was not, they need to do it. To, if you're going to do that show, they need to do two, two things. They need to record it before SmackDown. And then air it live to tape afterwards, or they could just move it to Wednesday night before the NXT or after NXT. That's that's what I think. I, I, it's that's very. Gosh, I want to pay you a compliment, but then I know what that leads to. Uh, that's very intelligent on your part, in my opinion, because I we were talking about that the other day. Two hundred five live absolutely should be held at NXT. Um, the crowd would look good. The crowd would be hot. It, it's always real dead on 205 Live. It don't matter if you put it, in my opinion, if you put it before SmackDown or after SmackDown, you're going to get the same type of reaction, the same type of uh, um Maybe even pop. make it a 30-minute show. Just just come out before the show starts. It, would, it wouldn't have helped me out. None. I was ready well, I'm to just go. Saying, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, record it ahead of time. Do these matches. Get everybody hyped up for the show. Those Those matches will get you hyped up, and then... Let it go. I mean, they had a funny segment with um, Alexa, Alexa Fox. Or Alicia, Alicia Fox. Fox. What am I saying? I don't know. Alicia Fox and um, uh, Noah. Noah Dar. And then uh, what's the... Just um, leave that to me. Rich, Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Yeah. Which, by the way, his song is still in my daughter's head. She's constantly singing his song. I don't know why, but... She, because it's catchy. It's awesome. Yeah. She does like all of the... She does like all the... All the the 205 Live people, she just only she doesn't she hasn't watched 205 Live. That was the first time she ever seen a full show, but uh, she watches them on Raw. Obviously, she sees she likes TJ Perkins and all those guys. But here's uh, the problem with 205 Live, in my opinion. I'm gonna try to keep it short and sweet. They just put on matches. There's really no storylines to build. There's I say no. I mean not a lot. It just feels like hey, here's an hour of stuff for you all to watch if you're bored. Uh, it could be a lot better, in my opinion. Yeah, it and putting it in NXT, I think, would make it exponentially better right off the bat. Now, Corey Graves coming out was awesome, and uh, actually, I didn't get he when he walked by when he was coming to the ring. I saw, and I was trying to yell at him, but at the same time, AJ was walking through, and that's when I was like pointing to my daughter, and he gave her a big old hug and said, "Nice gloves," and did this whole. So I didn't get to interact with Corey like I wanted to, mm-hmm. and then when they left after the show, he went through the crowd the other way. So I was like, "Oh, but but one thing I did do." And uh, in my section, which someone else did a review on and said it was their section, but I have to say I was the one that started it. Right when uh, in the middle of the match, <laughs> the main event, we started chanting Corey Graves and do the clap, and the whole section starts singing, and he kind of looks up and smiles and winks at us and waves and then goes on. He he seemed to really appreciate it, even though he was a heel uh, commentary. He seemed to appreciate it and like that we you know, gave him a thumbs up. He's he's They need to get rid of JBL and put him on everything. He Raw, SmackDown. NXT again, picking back, put him on everything. Just he, he's, he's got he's, he's got tremendous upside in my opinion, and right now he's one of my favorite announcers to listen to. He's he's got that old school Bobby Heenan to him. Him and Tom Phillips is they can just do it all. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I, I don't disagree with do that. Do it all. Do it all. I'm fine. You don't need your third boot. You don't need your 
I know they like to get their token guy in there. You don't need your Booker T. You don't need your David Antoga. You don't, you don't even need, need your Michael Cole. I'm, I'm over Michael Cole. Byron Saxton. You don't need any of those. Just keep those two and let it go. You know, um, every once in a while, bring in, you know, it would be cool. Now, Renee Young did a great job on commentary before, but they obviously got another plan for her. But I think having a woman in that role would be cool, too. Um, you know, to mix it up a little Here bit. Here we go again. But uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to be, um, what is it, it uh, equality? <laughs> equal opportunity over yeah. here. Yeah, I, I see where this is going. So let's let's move forward. So it was cool. So they did all that. And, of course, then after that you had your, which they didn't, they didn't, they kept the ropes purple for the dark match. And they came out and did the dark match. And uh, that was fun. And, um, you know, as far as the match, Shinsei Nakamura and, Dolph Ziggler again, so we got double duty of Dolph Ziggler. But Dolph was a little more, a little different when out there that time. He wasn't. He was more playing to the crowd than he was in the, in the other right. shows. So you see, it, it was like two different Dolphs. But um, he goes out there, does that, does the match, and then at the end of it, they start breaking down the the ring. Charles Robinson, the little Nate, comes out in a Wham shirt while they were taking down the ring and they're removing the ropes. And I just like yelled, "Give me some rope tape!" And sure enough, he like ripped off and. Threw me some rope tapes. I thought it was pretty cool to have That's as a souvenir. Cool. Another thing, too, is that you get to keep your chairs that we sit in in the ringside package, which I know you've done that before. So we get to keep the chairs, and uh, so we got to take them home. And that was that was a, that was why I had to stay for the whole entire night because I couldn't get my chair until the end of the show. But it was literally um, – How awkward would that have been And you're trying to get up like in the middle of 205 <laughs> Live? I'm just going to take this chair. I'm going to go – see y'all later. Well, they have them tied down there to cut it. But, right. yeah, it was that would have been funny like, oh – uh, but yeah, we had to, I had to carry all that out. So I got my exercise at night carrying everything out. And they did give us a package. We ended up getting an autograph from Sasha Banks. And then we got Natalia, but someone else had Charlotte. And they didn't want Charlotte. They couldn't stand Charlotte. Well, they must have been S- stupid. Exactly. So they asked to trade with, they wanted to trade for AJ Styles when no one had AJ Styles. And so finally they'll look, you know what? Who wants Charlotte? I'll get rid of it. And, and I looked over, my daughter was like, I'll take it. I was like, you want, I said, you want to give them up? Sasha Banks or Natalia? She got to choose. She's like, I want Sasha Banks. All right. So we, they took Natalia. So we traded Natalia's autograph for Charlotte. Well, somebody got the short end of the stick there. All I know is that, yeah, all I know is that, uh, uh, we probably could make a hundred bucks off each one of those, uh, easily if more, if not more, but it was kind of cool how everyone gets a different autograph. No one gets the same person. So I thought that was cool. So that way, you know, having two chair, two seats, Two people, you didn't get the same one because I was nervous when we had the same one. Right, thinking, right. We don't like, really well, what are you going to do with two Ellsworths? Right. <laughs> no. But there was people from – it was all – like some people had Enzo and Cass, which I thought the people that had Enzo and Cass, I was like, man, you got two for the – you got two out of it. Right. You know, basically. So you know, if you got a tag team, you got lucky. But, yeah, the Usos wasn't on the show, and I figured they would at least do a dark match or something. But they were in the – they were there. They were in the arena. The only people that I know that was not there physically at the, at the place was Daniel Bryan. Uh, he wasn't there. Bray, Bray wasn't there. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm talking that was that's a Who SmackDown person. Oh, okay, I got a, you. well, there I was got tons you. of Raw people went there. Jericho right. went there, and but I'm just saying, like, it, that made a that was um, that makes a SmackDown appearance normally. It was Daniel Bryan, um, which I, he might be off for a while because his breeze going to have the baby, so I don't know. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool. So, anyways, that's uh, that's kind of our review. I do highly recommend. I was going to, and live events are great, but if you can go to a TV show and sit as you know sit in close, I think you get good different angles and different stuff. But it is worth going, and it is fun. Even though they took my sign, I was a little mad about that. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, they're uh, they they rule the world in the wrestling, and they don't want anybody else to. Have, they don't want this podcast to be bigger than theirs, basically. Well, um, Ricky Chevy was walking around with a ringside podcast shirt. So once they seen that on his chest and seen it on your paper, they were like, 
Oh, uh, he's the he's the one that did it. Yeah, they're like, get this Yahoo out of here. I can't believe I gave him one of those shirts. <sighs> okay, so so we're going back. We've come full circle. You started the show off by blaming your daughter for something, and now we're we're going to get that blame all the way back to you. So. I didn't blame my daughter. It's Ricky Chevy is the one that did it. it. it you know, what? I don't know what I'm talking. About. It was definitely one thousand percent Ricky Chevy and JK's fault. I don't yeah. even know why it's JK's fault. We're just going to throw him in there as an. Well, he's not here. He can't defend himself. So. He's, you know, he's he's like the, the. <laughs> I won't say that. Will you stop? <laughs> I know where uh, you're going there. You know what's going there. All right. So, um, anyways, so that's um, that's our kind of review. So, like I said, get a chance to go out and see it. Uh, so we're gonna break right now and do our "This Is Awesome" segment. Here we go. All right, my this is also moment of the week uh, goes back to AJ Styles. I have to give props to AJ because the simple fact that he came over uh, at the end of the, his match when the TV was going off and they were changing the ring, he happens to come over um, and not only give people fives, but then he he there was another person he he kind of went over and like leaned on, but he went he saw my daughter in her in her AJ Styles shirt shirt and in the gloves. He went down, he hugged her, and he and he. Completely like went off character, like broke kayfabe, I guess, because he's supposed to be the heel, even though he seems to be turning babyface on TV. But he hugs her, he says nice gloves, he rubs her head, and it just that like seriously made her a moment. And here's what you're gonna like about this, Jeremy. She has said that AJ Styles is now my favorite wrestler, like she likes him more than John Cena. Thank God. Because when John Cena was here to live event, he went the other way. He never came over to give her a five. It's because he's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, but uh, she, but AJ Styles took that extra moment, and she literally is like, you know, just head over heels. I almost feel like she's in love with him. So, and, and, and he's a great guy. He's an overall great family man, great dad, great wrestler, great person, and and that's a good role model to have, honestly. So I'm I'm kind of glad that she had that experience, and she just can't stop talking about how AJ Styles hugged her, and so I'm like, yeah, yeah it's great. So. And you do something to my kid and lift and and do something like that and make it where it makes their day, makes their night, makes it all worthwhile. To me, that's awesome, and that's why he gets total props. Even though he's the best, he gets total props. Absolutely, and the thing, the, the best part about it is like he's not one of these guys that has the ego or that that just has had everything handed to him. He's worked for every single thing that he's got. You watch some of the documentaries that are on the network now. The Seth Rollins one, uh, Seth, one uh, he he lets. You know, in that documentary, that that one of his first big matches was against AJ, and mm-hmm. AJ talks so you know highly about him. You know, wrestling this kid like this unknown kid, um, right? And you know, he tells a lot about his character there. And then he he's in a whole bunch of the everything that's been released in the last year. He's in. Uh, they did a table for three with him and Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash last night, and you could just see he was he was sitting there, even though. You should have been in awe of being at a table with him. He's just sitting there like a kid at Christmas. Like, I'm sitting here with – and he's worked with Kevin Nash before in the past. Right, so, right. But, like, he was just happy to be there uh, with Shawn Michaels, and it, it it's just awesome. He's he's a great dude. I mean, I've never met him, but he's one of the few I've not met or had any interaction with because, for the most part, he toiled away in uh, total nonstop sleep, I mean, action uh, for a long time. But, uh, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, he is. He is. So – Props to them, and uh, then I'll throw another shout out to Charles Robinson. He'd have to give me a, re- a, ro- a ring tape, rope, rope tape. tape. 
gosh, this has been a long this day. This has been rough. Uh, rope tape, but um, he he did. So uh, shout out to him. But but overall, you know, he's uh, AJ Styles is, is the best. So um, what about you? Well, let, let's stay on the same path, and it, it's with fan interaction. The last couple of weeks, I've, I've got to do a lot of wrestling stuff. Had a lot of interaction with uh, some of the superstars. Um, going back to Orlando and meeting Bailey again, she had hundreds of people in line. She not had to stop and talk to my niece for ten minutes. Uh, took, sat there for a while before she even got her picture taken. You must have really liked her because that was your "This is Awesome" last week. Too. I don't care. It, it's gonna be. It may be my "This is Awesome" next week, but I'm going somewhere with this. Yeah, so okay. just right, pipe right, down, right. pencil neck geek. Sorry, I channel my inner classy Freddie Blassie there. But uh, you know, she sat there, and then as we were going to leave, she's like, "Hey, do, do, does mom and dad?" I mean, she just assumed we were her mom right. and dad. Want to get get a picture too? Sure. You know, we didn't pay the, the appearance fee money to see you and get a picture. So it was really nice of her. She talked to Ashlyn for about, like I said, about five to seven minutes. Just small talk. You know, yeah. what's your favorite things? Oh, I was just like that growing up. Stuff like that. And then I met Kevin. As I stated earlier, Kevin Owens did a meet and greet. And I, I was a little worried about being, you know, a grown man there with no no kids. Just, you know. Doing a, you know, I have no shame in my game. People mm-hmm. want to meet me. You know, I thought he, I actually, I thought he, he was in line to see me. So I thought we both kind of got a deal there. Uh, you know, I walked up. He's like, man, great to see you. I was like, yeah, huge fan. Followed your career. The whole, oh man, that's awesome. And then you know, he started, no pun intended. He was like, yeah, this, that's, that's awesome. And you know, we talked and talked about various things, as I said earlier. So these. It's not like 10 years ago where you hear the people who are the stars who don't, they didn't want nothing to do. You know, okay, just give me my check. Let me get out of here. Right, right. The new crop is is built, intelligently enough, built on being fan-friendly and, you know, being nice to the people that are, you know, in a way consider their product. I'm sure you have a couple of those that are like that, but for the most part, I mean... I, what I understood, a lot of interactions in the and like you know, with AJ, Kevin, even people that are heels, like even Dolph Ziggler. Even I made that comment. I bet if I ran into him at the outside, he would have been super. Oh nice, yeah, oh super yeah, friendly. no doubt, no doubt. Um, but that's so much different. So much different from what it was in the '90s or '80s for sure. Yeah, probably yeah. even the first part of the 2000s too. Because I mean, it's it just I've seen people. I, I, even though I really really like the Miz, I've seen him out in public before, and he just didn't want to be bothered by yeah, nobody. Yeah, but he's all, and CM Punk was the same way. But Miz is also kind of kind of has that jerk mentality. I mean, that's who he really is. That's why he brings. That's why he's so TV. good. Yeah, that's why he's so good at doing um, what he does. But uh, all right, let's um let's let's end this on uh, this is awesome. Uh, this our this is awesome segment. Go over to our we got a little bit of news. So let's go over to our news report. Now it's time for the Ringside News Report. All right, now we're heading to the News Report section of the podcast. Daniel, Normally this is handled by J.K., but right, since he's but not here, uh, we'll he have had to, to work or something. Something like that, yeah. Some people have to work terribly. So what do we got going on out there? Other, I've got a couple of things I'm going to drop if you don't that I think are No, go ahead and drop down. Go ahead. I know you're going. You go with this. You're good. Well... Gosh, I really wish I had the pipe bomb this week, but I digress because, you know, the more and more that I – I don't know why I keep doing it to myself, but uh, I keep watching Impact. And the, ever since Jeff Jarrett and Dutch Mantel and uh, what's the other guys, Bruce Pritchard have taken over, 
it it's been it's been I applaud their efforts. Well, take it over for TV, not official. Right, right. Though. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Since they've taken over the TV stuff, it's just been getting ridiculous. It's one thing after another. They're trying to revive the TNA that of, of old. They brought back multiple old wrestlers. Um, Scott Steiner, for God's sake, sh- uh, shows up. Showed up at this last set of TV tapings to take up for Josh Matthews, which blocked who blocked me on Twitter just for telling him that something was not true that he said. I I wasn't mean to him. I wasn't nasty. I was just like, hey, that thing you said last week about total nonstop deletion being better than any WrestleMania you've ever seen, that was not true. (laughs) And then he blocked me. So, uh, but that's what you got going on right now. Their main storyline is. Josh Matthews versus Jeremy Borash for the uh, main announce announcer for the show. It's it's just ridiculous, and they the, everybody else has left. Like I said, Maria, uh, the uh, Mike Bennett, the Hardys, AJ Samoa, Bobby Roode, James Storm's the only guy he left for a week. This is how bad. Gosh, this is turned into a rant. And I didn't want it to be. This is how bad it was, though. James Storm left TNA. And uh, or Impact, and he wrestled on NXT one week, and then went back to Impact the next week. Impact recorded so many shows the week before uh, the week before that he was actually there. He didn't he didn't miss any time on TV, but he was gone from TNA for three months almost. Yeah. So and that that takes away from the when you can when I can go online and find out what's happening for the next two months. That takes that takes everything. I don't care anymore. I don't. I don't care anymore. So, all right, I'm going to get off that topic. But Scott Steiner, that's exactly what you guys needed to impact and turn it around. Well, maybe. No. Um, but um, an NXT wrestler was just released. Um, uh, Chris Atkins um, was just released released from the company. Uh, he just had his last uh, match actually on April 15th in Gainesville uh, where he, where he fight Eric or wrestled Eric Young. Um, that's another. His last, well, actually, I forgot. Um, actually, his last TV match, sorry, was against uh, Eric Young on January 25th. But he he wrestled um, uh, someone else local or at the at the event. But that was pretty much he just right. released him today as we record this. It released him. So by the time this comes out, which will come out tomorrow, so by the time this comes out, it just would be fresh news. Also, um, Edge and Christian uh, season two of um, their uh, Edge and Christian show uh, will be will be airing um, here soon as well. Probably, I think I'm looking at a, at a July um, date or June. No, June. I'm sorry. June I love date. that show. That show's real, really too. good, and their podcast is really good. Their too. podcast is really good. Shout out to their podcast. They do a really good job. I don't know why they, um, how they could steal our ideas. Uh, all these ideas I was going to do in the future. We were going to have all these ideas in the future. That, and, that's and, my thing. I, I claim credit for stuff that wasn't mine. So, but no, 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 no. That was ours. We had the discussion of that, all, that these, was all these ideas, yeah, and they true. just took it all. They took them all. They took it. I, like I said, Adam, dude, Adam, Adam and Jay. I was talking to Adam and Jay the other day. Okay. I just giving them. I was talking about the Ringside Podcast and how we're going to make the show great. And here, I didn't think Ricky Chevy showed up today, and, and alas, here he is on the mic. <laughs> No, no, their show's great. Um, and then that's, uh, I mean, for the most part, as of right now, I mean, there's rumors out there, but we're not, we don't, news report, we, we talk news. Rumors, we talk, we discuss other times. So, um, based on the news right there, now there is, this is kind of, Meltzer's kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, it is, they did make a settlement with, um, uh, Mar- Mauro Ronaldo, mm-hmm. uh, in regards to him, him not talking about what happened and all that comes. So they kind of made a settlement. 
um, with him. Don't no release on what that is or what it that we just know that he pretty much is going to be able to exit quietly without bashing Good. the company. Good know? because um, I, I, you know, my opinion, I, I, my opinion is different than a lot of people's on this. I feel like if you're a grown man, uh, that you should handle yourself accordingly. And, and honestly. I blame the uh, WWE a little bit on this. If if you know that the guy's got some kind of issues going on prior, don't put him in a high pressure situation. Yeah, he, he well, couldn't he handle it, and you know you can't just to to me anyway. How can you how can you say JBL you're in the wrong for something that you've done for so long that only is affecting one person? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, let's not get into but, that. But yeah, we're not you know what I'm that. saying. And, and luckily though, the good thing about him, he one of his dreams was to be WWE. He got to work at him for a year, yeah. and he got to he live his go. dream. So it's all good. It all works out. Uh, all said and done. And then supposedly Mike Mike Bennett and Maria has is working on a deal. To um, it's not an official report, so I don't like to. This is I guess it's this kind of rumor, but it is. Melser has reported that they are. They are they are making a deal, so I, right. I think eventually they'll pop up. I like to see them on the SmackDown brand. You'll see them in Raw. NXT. That's uh, what that's no, what Mike told me. I heard they're skipping NXT and going straight. Mike to told me uh, the miracle told me that they're going to NXT. Okay, well uh, they they're bigger than NXT. I, I agree, so. but so so are Bobby Roode and Eric Young and and the other guys that went Samoa Joe. I mean Shinsuke. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so anyway, so there's you know, if uh, it's not broken, don't fix it. Like what I did there, broken. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about that some other, next show <laughs> uh, when we talk about tag teams. Absolutely. Uh, so, anyways, um, that's our, our news report. I guess it's time for me to do the pipe bomb. You want this? Come on, lay the pipe bomb on me, big guy. Come on, go ahead. <laughs> I'm a pine bomb this week. I kind of already talked about it a little bit, and I'm just I'm sick of it. It's 205 Live. Listen, I sit in this event for hours to watch SmackDown, and then you're going to give me you give me a great product, great stars, great individuals, and then you're going to give me a crappy show and I have to sit through before I can see another great main event and before I can even leave to, to exit to get my chairs that I paid for. You, I can't. I have to sit there and listen to this now. There was a great match, TJ uh, Austin Aries versus uh, TJ Perkins. That was a great match. That was a great match. Do that match and it ended and let everything else be backstage segments or what. I don't care. Record it after everybody leave and just record it in the back. You have the arena all night. Just do it later. It just was a dumb thing to do, and I can only imagine what it was like for people to sit in WrestleMania for. Five o'clock, all the way through past midnight, um, d- sitting in those spots. When when I was at, at this show at SmackDown, and it was just a four hour time frame, I was there, I guess, or three and a half, and I was so tired, so worn out, so my energy was gone. I gave them everything I had, and screaming and hollering and yelling. I have a I have a seven year old that has to go to school the next day. That's like super tired, but excited, doesn't want to leave. Didn't even want to pee. Held her held her bladder for the last like hour and a half because she didn't want to miss anything. But at the same time, when she didn't see, when she didn't like what she was seeing, she was like, Oh, this is kind of, this is kind of pointless. She was tired. She was thirsty. She was hungry. I said, let's go get food. She didn't want to leave. Like how terrible is that, that she don't want to leave because she don't want to miss something. But yet you're going to make a kid, a seven year old sit through that, let alone a dad sit through this. It just, after a long day of work, it's just, it's not worth it. So WWE, Take SmackDown Live, record it, or take 205 Live, record it either before SmackDown, do a quick 
live the tape and record it the next, air it later that night or put it on Wednesday night or just record it and go take it because it is 205 live so take it to Orlando and record it there and this air that's who cares about a about a big arena put it in your small 200 seat arena that's all that needs to be there we can watch it on TV if we demand more then we'll hashtag we want more until then Call it, cut your losses, bear buddy, because it's not going to work. And if you start doing a women's show, what are you going to do? Tape that after Raw now? Tape a women's show after Raw, and then that's going to air. It's just, it's too much content, too much stuff. Slow your road, WWE. You own the world. We know this. Slow it down. Take two hundred five live. Put it somewhere else. Thank you. I'm out. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate. I know the show's a little different, um, but um, you know we will be back to. Well, I have a regular host. Our segments are still there, but our regular host. Well, it looks like we're going to talk about tag teams next week. So those of you who have questions or ideas of who you think the greatest tag team is, feel free to tweet us at Ringside Podcast. By the way, you can download the show on iTunes, um, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, uh, and you can also listen to us at RingsidePodcast.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ringside Podcast. Give us a follow. Give us a holler. Do what you got to do. Individually, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSC. And we'll just mention them at Cougar Mania on Twitter for JK and at uh, Ricky underscore Chevy. Uh, for him, on I have Twitter. no clue. I never interact with him on Twitter. Uh, he's blocked on me. Block. I just know it because I have to go block him. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm ripping off Jericho. There, uh, this is the end of the show. So. Well, until next time, you've been ringside. (laughs) See you next week. Respect, cause ain't nobody breaking this redneck. No, hell, won't none.